One day shipping is the new craze in e-commerce. And now everyone not named Amazon has to figure out a way to catch up. Stay tuned for your daily charge. Welcome to the Daily Charge. It's Thursday, November 21st. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. I'm Maya Zaktar. And let's get today's headlines. Amazon made big waves in online retail earlier this year by announcing plans to move its two-day prime shipping in the U.S. to just one day. Walmart quickly followed suit. Now all the other retailers are trying all sorts of strategies to stand out this holiday season, even if they can't offer such fast shipping times. So Ayaz, how quickly are you to shop or how likely how likely are you to shop on these other sites, even if they don't offer one day shipping? I guess it depends on my planning, right? Like I, I try to make sure that my shopping is done early enough because I know when I would wait to the last minute, one day shipping, sometimes they say it might be one day. And then obviously when there's a giant rush, there's lots of packages downstairs, it could be a real mess. So how likely am I to use it? Only if I screw up. That is an extremely good point, by the way. So people should remember during the holidays, the longer and longer you wait, the more likely those types of snafus are going to happen. So it'll be very interesting to see with one day shipping if that ends up being a guarantee or if it just kind of spreads out into being two day shipping, three day shipping, what have you. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to one day shipping, I will say I'm a little spoiled with Amazon. I do enjoy that when it's like, oh, this will show up on the same day. That's really kind of nice. It's like, oh, do I go outside or do I have somebody bring it over? When it's cold out, I'm like, this is a great idea. But then I have to break down the cardboard boxes. So there's a lot of things I got to think about. <laughs> It's true. Do you think, okay, so broadly speaking with e-commerce, yeah. if you're on another website, like how badly do you think that this could harm other sites? And, and you know, Amazon and Walmart are already two of the biggest players and people are going to be really interested in shopping on the holiday and they want to do it quickly, seamlessly, as effortlessly as possible. So is your expectation that people are really going to move over even more so to Amazon and Walmart because of this. I think they will go to these giant stores because they are reliable. You know about their history. You know that they are able to do this kind of shipping at the right time, especially when you need something right now. Uh, I think it's going to harm other companies because they might not have the same reputation. Like Just because I never heard of this company and they claim they'll have it in one or two days, you don't really know that. At least with Amazon, you do know that they've done this in the past. So it's, I think it's very difficult. I know that people will shop on Amazon, even though maybe the price is higher, but they know they're going to get it as soon as possible. Because Amazon does some crazy stuff, as you've reported on, when it comes to delivery, fulfillment centers, they have the ability to get stuff from A to B in such a quick way. It is daunting, I would imagine, for third parties. Oh, absolutely. One of the aspects of this that I wrote about in my story today is, is that exclusives are the big play. So everybody that's not named Amazon or Walmart, we're going to have exclusives. So you have to come to us mm -hmm. to get this kind of thing, whether it's sports gear or sand art or, I don't know, personalized monogrammed uh, shirts. I'm going to get monogrammed sand art. That's what monogrammed I'm sand art. But that kind of makes sense. Like you would wait a couple more days for something if no, there was day, no other way to get it. One day only for one sand day. art. <laughs> That's, that is fair enough. Anyway, next up, Google banned deepfakes and demonstrably false political ads. That follows Twitter's move to ban many political ads and Facebook's controversial move to not censor just about any of these ads. Ayaz, what's your take on this? We're, we're getting into the 2020 election mm -hmm. season. All of these uh, tech players are really moving in all these different directions to say, hey, we really want to make sure that we don't screw up the same way 2016 was. Yeah, these these giant sites have a huge responsibility. It's it, Well, I mean, they sh 
it's kind of a weird thing. Like, should they have the responsi- responsibility? But they do. If you go to Google and you search for something, you don't want a result to be obviously fake or something that's targeted the wrong way. It, it's kind of weird to make these companies the... I don't know. They, they're going to be the honest people. Like they right. have to or be, like the gatekeepers, but right, they are the you. gatekeepers. So you kind of have to treat them that way. And it's interesting to see how they all uh, uh, play this in different ways. It is important to mention, by the way, that even though Facebook has been getting clobbered over this whole issue, they very expressly say that they prohibit already voter suppression. So if you tell somebody the election is the wrong day in a Facebook ad, that would be taken down, which like, that just makes sense. I yeah. mean, like, they don't want to censor certain political stuff, but okay, we're, we're going to draw the line on that one. Right. Like, uh, But like you're saying, these companies are the gatekeepers. Like when you go online, if you go search for, through Google or you go to Facebook or you go to Twitter, these, these are the major sources of information to people. And if they don't explain, hey, by the way, that guy's full of junk or this, we don't show you this. And then you also have the issue of, are they doing the right job? Are they doing this properly? And when things slip through, they get in more trouble. So right. kind of this, it's a, it's a very murky situation, but it is important that these companies are trying to make sure that they aren't responsible for just misinformation. That is a huge issue in general. It's so easy to spread information that's not true. And if Google can do anything about it, they should. Okay. So this is the end of our uh, week. And so let's try to end with something a little bit lighter, right? You think so, so? I, I guess so. So why why don't you uh, what's what's the baby Yoda thing? I haven't been watching right, the Mandalorian. So that's, that's a politician that's been banned from Google. Oh, is that no. right? So baby Yoda. Okay, so technically it's not Yoda. It's a species of Yoda or whatever Yoda is. There's more than one Yoda. Well, yes, that, that's very true because he's not just being that it came into existence. He was like birthed from rocks or something. We're not going to get into midichlorians and that kind of stuff. But Fair. so. Baby Yoda is a character on The Mandalorian, which is a show on Disney Plus that is coming out weekly. Uh, tomorrow, I believe there's a new episode. It's chapter three because they call them chapters. How exciting. And uh, one of the, and Disney Plus or Disney's already said that the spoiler period's over. So we can talk about this character that shows up in the episode. It's a mini, whatever Yoda is, but everyone's just calling it Baby Yoda. It's really cute. <laughs> Super cute. It's like Gizmo from the Gremlins. And it's got big eyes, and it's got it's force powers. Cute little ears, big. Not oh, he's cute. got force pure, force, uh, force powers. Is force very powers, cute. big ears, and he's very, very cute. Or she. I am a fan. Thank you very much for telling me about this thing, even though I have no context otherwise. Anyway, for the daily charge, I'm Ben Fox Rubin. I'm Julia Roberts. Thanks for joining us. Can't get enough. Check out The Daily Supercharge, our extended post show with special features, audience Q&A, and in-depth reviews. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.